episode 60 with Jake Holmberg on the Nine Point Start the Dream podcast. Welcome to Nine Point Started with a Dream podcast. Our goal is to showcase the stories of athletes and the community that supports them by being authentic about their journey. Here's your host, Jacoby Gillum. Yo, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jacoby Gillum. This episode of the Nine Point Podcast features my guy, Jake Holmberg. Of, he is the co-owner of Blur Fitness, formerly known as CrossFit Blur. And when I first walked into their gym, like it was last May of 20, what, 2018, I was like one of those athletes that just were cocky a little bit. You know, I was showing up, I was eating candy during the workout, and I was humble quickly because I realized, you know, that it's more than just fitness. You can't just show up and think you're going to dominate and it's like, you, you know, the athlete mindset, you know. And and what I realized through what they have here is every retired athlete should at least attempt CrossFit because it's almost like our, our former lifestyle with the whole, the environment, loud music, the people are coming together just really want to achieve their version of greatness. So great episode here. He's a great dude. Him and Justin built a great culture with this, with this community they have they built here and I just think that we can all learn them from what they're doing and how they're inspiring, inspiring other athletes, you know, of all ages, all sizes to just become better. Not for anyone else, but for themselves, just to achieve the version of greatness. So I hope you enjoy and let's get to it. But Jake, the question that everyone comes on is when you're younger as an athlete, what's one of your biggest dreams and goals you want to achieve? Well, when I was real young, I was just wanting to be, I wanted to be a pro basketball player. That was my very first love. On the weekends, I would get a few hours before everybody, and I would just go in my yard and hoop, 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 hoop. And I would be the defender and the offensive guy. I would play an imaginary game with myself to like 30. And, and then I realized one day in eighth grade, I was in this AAU tournament, and this dude just kept dunking on me in front of my family, in front of my, all my people. He's just schooling me. And I was like, all right, you're good. <laughs> Let me try football. I'm going to lift some weights. And then I geared towards that. And then one day I realized that the NFL and the NBA is, uh, is not for everyone. I mean, everyone can aspire for it. But I wanted to take all those same things and put them into fitness. And that's kind of how Blur Fitness came about. Well, it's kind of funny because you're always balling out here. And you <laughs> out here playing horse and pig and stuff. And now I see where the, where the game started. It, it was I always it was the first thing I want to do in the morning on the weekend. I, I, I always want to go out and play basketball. I could do it for hours and hours on end. And I was fortunate enough to have uh, a dad and a stepdad who were, like, always, like, wanting to throw with me, play catch with me. Uh, my mom would even come out and cheer me on. And so it was, like, one of those things where I had, always had the support group of people that they were – all my games, they were always like, there was this one summer, I didn't want to go to basketball camp. And I'm like, mom, don't sign me up for this camp. And my mom was like, you're going to camp. And I'm like, I don't know anyone there, mom. And then it became literally my favorite time of the year. We would uh, play basketball for seven hours. I met so many friends and I got so many good things through sports, but it was that, that one day clicked where I was like, oh, this can't be your living. You still need to find a living. <laughs> so a lot of us kind of have that dream, you know, being that star athlete. So so for you, why did you have that dream in the first place? I just think the first time every kid picked up a basketball or a football and then they watched their favorite guys. Like, I, I'm one of the many Michael Jordan fans. Like, I remember watching him being like, 
in the in my yard trying to emulate what he did. Uh, I love the T Wolves. So I was always trying to be Garnett in the. <laughs> I love KG until he went to the Celtics and became a traitor. What you doing that? You doing that for? Impossible is is everything. If you would have won for the Wolves, man, you win for the Celtics. <laughs> That's awesome. So so you kind of kind of had the realization that like eighth grade that I'm not gonna go pro. So so what did the rest of your journey look like when it came to just figuring out who Jake was and what Jake was really doing? Well. That happened when I was 14, I transferred schools. I actually went from a big school to a small school. And it was a weird effect because at the big school, I was one of the best players. And then I went to this small school that was just there. Everyone was athletic. And I became like a six man. And I was like, I was just distraught that I was like being sidelined all the time. And, and I went from being the top dog at a big school to the bottom dog at a small school. And that was the moment when I was like, you want and I there's several practices where I remember being pushed around and I was like you're not trying to get pushed around you better hit them weights and and I also had an older cousin who used to come over and just just pop, pop, wail on me and I'd be like and then I just hit the weight room hit the weight room hit the weight room and that's what kind of led me into realizing how much I enjoyed just the the weight room training for the sport aspect of it and then it kind of transferred into my livelihood in the end. Okay, so the weight room. So you were, you, so were you like, were you like a, a gym junkie at the time? Yeah. So I was fourteen or fifteen, and uh, my mom was like, "For the summer, I'm gonna get you a gold gym membership. I'm gonna drop you off there. I want you to burn up all your energy." And I was like, "Sweet." So I went there, and the first summer, all summer long, I only gained like a pound and a half. And I remember my, I told my mom and dad like. I gained a pound and a half, and they're like, "That's it," <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And then uh, I took it a little more serious after that, and I started eating more and eating more, and then lifting and exercising longer and longer, and then just became an obsession where it was like two, three hours a day all through high school. I was just told gym junkie. So when you were lifting, though, kind of a lot of us investing in high school, we think arms first. So, so were you like curl for the girls? That's how I started, man. <laughs> Chest and thighs all day, and then. I was after one of my games, eighth grade, this girl I had a crush on, her name was Trafina. She came up to me in front of the whole team. And she said, Jake, I ain't never seen you in tight pants before. You got some chicken legs. And the whole team started laughing. One person made a little burger. Yeah, I said, you look bold. You know what? But she changed my life. <laughs> I said, all right. I would do like the leg extensions and the hamstring curls. I was like, I've seen some dudes with some big thighs and they're squatting. I'm going to hit the squat rack. And then, <laughs> then, so I went from doing just chest and buys, chest and buys. All right. Well, we always did power cleans too. But I was like, I'm going to start pressing. I'm going to start squatting. And then it, it went from there. That one girl changed, changed, changed the game. Sometimes you need someone to just light the fire. <laughs> That's definitely it. It happens for sure. So, <laughs> so when she said you got those bird legs and the whole team was just, you know, it was like a movie man and, that, and the steam was just rolling out the top of my head I was like, and like now it's my legs now yep <laughs> where you at girl <laughs> so so you kind of got this this new path and so at what point did you kind of figure out that you wanted to go more into fitness and kind of just start doing things like crossfit and all different stuff so i, I have been a trainer since i was 19 i was really fortunate 
I had this guy that took a chance on me and he's like, I'm gonna have you do your internship here. So basically three months of unpaid work. I want you to just hustle and show me what you got. Afterwards, uh, I'll get you the job. So I did that and then uh, I was working for him as a trainer and my business picked up pretty quick. And I was going to school for something different. And I was showing up, I, I still remember the day, I was in an economics class and my teacher, and for that, I don't even call him a, t I'll call him a professor because they didn't really teach anything in college. They're just like, <laughs> but anyway, he goes, whatever your parents made, I want you to plan on making about the same. That's just, that's just economics. That's how things go. And I was sitting in the back saying, don't tell me how much money I'm going to make. And I left the class. I was like, that teacher does not do anything for my life. Next day, I had to have class all day. I was working out all night. And, or I was training people all night. And I didn't have a moment to get a workout myself. I was driving economics class. And I just flipped it in the road. Turned around and said, I ain't going back to that teacher. If I'm going to invest in training, I'm going to live in the weight room. I'm going to learn everything I can. And I'm gonna, I'm just, I'm gonna be a weight room junkie for life. And I turned around, and I did a crazy workout, and I never looked back. <laughs> so economics, economics teacher, telling me what I couldn't, couldn't do. Don't tell me, don't tell me my business. He didn't even know you. He, he just, just labeled you as like another. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not speaking for. There's like a lot of great college professors, a lot of great educators. But yeah, this guy, I guess in his own way, kind of like the chicken leg lady. In that moment, I was really motivated to fire. Yeah. So, so when you started to train, you know, so what was your, your motivation to start training? You know, like, was it to help people? Like, what was your, your drive to want to do this? So first person I ever trained, I was so pumped. I was 19 and she was like, yeah, I'm going to, I want you to train me. I want you to work out. I want you to put me through workouts. And she's like, all right. I'm available Monday, Thursday, and Friday at 5.30 a.m. And I was like, 5.30 in the morning? <laughs> I'm 19. <laughs> and at the time, I was a server, actually, at Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, and so I was working late nights, and I said, you know what? We're just going to make, I'm going to make this work. I'll work late nights, train here in the morning, go to class. I'm going to figure out, yeah, I'll, I'll get energy. And, 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 I, and I helped her, and helping her was so gratifying. And being in the weight room all day, I could just tell it was just my inner calling. I was like, this is, and then it happened again and again and again with others. And then I realized, like, there's nothing else I want to do. This is all, this is all I need. So at what point did it become training, you know, clients to say, I want to have my own gym, my own business? Uh, that came um, after working for different people for so long. And me really believing in myself to the point where I was like, I really shouldn't be being told what to do anymore. Like I just said, some point I realized I'm like, don't tell me what to do. You're not my dad. Don't tell me what to do. And yeah, and I had been producing so much for so many business for so many gym owners. I kept producing for this guy, and I had produced another guy. I produced for another guy a lot to the point where I was like, time to produce for yourself. <laughs> and I just kept hustling uh hustling by training people at the park for a little bit because there was a moment when i just was like i'm done working for the man i'm working for myself i was training people at the park and then all of a sudden it was 120 degrees in the desert and i was like well we need somewhere to go but i was really fortunate and blessed to the point where one of my clients was like hey i want to invest in what you're doing and 
and he gave me the funds to start up Blur. Dude, I know when I when I first started coming Blur, like I got like CrossFit. I'm like, ah, it's just a, it's just an overhyped thing. And the fifteenth birthday, I had thrusters, <laughs> and I was like, it's real life. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it, and I just realized that it's more than fitness with this stuff. You gotta really have some heart and some determination because you just think you're just gonna come in strong and lift. It's very true. It does some great things for your life. Every workout to this day that I ever do in CrossFit humbles me. Yeah. By the end, I'm so like, I, I didn't win the workout. I did the workout. The workout whooped my ass. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> and by that, you feel uh, that sense of uh, satisfaction where you, you did something you didn't think you could even do in the middle of it because it felt like in the middle of it, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Time out. Yeah, time yeah. out. I think for me, I think like every retired athlete should do CrossFit. 100% agree. And the, I was actually talking to someone about this this morning, how people that have already played a sport that gravitate to this so fast and so instantaneously. They're like, oh, this makes sense. Camaraderie with you and some people that you do some really hard work with and you become friends for life through it, you know? Uh, and, 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 there's, and there's cool about this too, there's no trophy really. So it's almost like you just gotta just keep getting better for yourself uh -huh. without any like really reward for it. And I, I think the Beachy said it best, man, was staying alive. <laughs> yeah. You're just trying to stay alive, man. Every day you do that, you get done with the workout, you have this sense of like, I'm alive. And some people say like, they're just getting through the day, but to, if you can have that feeling every day where you're just like, I'm alive. Like that is what that's what that's what God wants for us. He yeah. wants us to have that huge sense of gratitude and huge sense of like Enjoyment. just like yeah, like because every second, every moment, every moment, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone, and you only get some. The days are numbered, so you gotta and to get that feeling after a workout. For me, it's even more than physical. It's I need it for my mental clarity. I need it for my just my whole grasp on every day we're gifted because it instantly takes you to that moment for me where I'm like, thank you, God, I am alive. I think about um, Legally Blonde, you know, endorphins, you know. <laughs> you do get some wild endorphins after. I'm like kicking over trash cans when I'm done with workouts. So, so, so when did you start getting into CrossFit as, as like an athlete yourself? So I was a trainer at, uh, at this like kind of like global style gym. And there was this uh, dude there that I always really looked up to. He was like the head trainer there. And uh, he came in and he had one of his clients do a workout called 300. And the Spartans did it from that 300 movie. And they were all like, yeah, they were all ripped up in that movie. I was like, in the workout, uh, he put his client through afterwards, the guy was rolling around. And I knew that guy was in good shape. And at the time, I was training two, two and a half hours a day. So I was like, let's go. Like, don't challenge my fitness. So I tried that workout, and that was in 2008, and I was like, whoa, that was awesome. And then I did, the second one I did was Filthy 50, like a few days later. I had this blue pre-workout before, and I went out back, and I yacked up a bunch of blue pre-workout, and I was like, I'll see you tomorrow. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was instantly, I was hooked on how far it took me past my threshold. And I, at the moment, was obsessed with fitness. So I was like, you can't do what you gonna give me that I can't do? So I came in kind of actually boastful and it instantly like humbled me, but to the point where I was like, I want some more, I want some more. Absolutely. Now it's been 
11 years later and I still every day have that same feeling. That first day I, I was that way because like I was trash that first. Remember, I, was, I, think I, was, I think I was eating candy that first day I came in. <laughs> and, and I was like, I just eat nothing. I was from Aztec, I got this. And I was like, yo, I'm losing it to everybody. <laughs> I was like, I can't jump ropes. I can't, I was like, what, what is life? <laughs> now look at you coming up. And you know what? This is a this is a great story for athletes. Anyone? When I was fourteen, I was in Gold's Gym. This big, big ass Samoan dude came up to me and he said, "Son, I had too much weight on my bar. I was like arching my back, everything to get this weight up. I had forty-five, and he goes, son, he had a five-pound weight in the same He says, "It's not about the forty-fives. It's about the fives. You need to keep making small jumps in your weights. You go up five at a time." Five at a time, five at a time. It's time's gonna keep passing. You're gonna get strong, but you can't. And, and it was like I was like, I, I know. And it really hit me that moment. I was like, all right, all right. Stripped the weights, went to the fives, and and it's just a good message for life in general, because anything that's worth doing isn't gonna be easy, and you're not gonna be good at it right away. Anything that's worthwhile, you gotta keep working, keep working. That's when people will ask me like, how do I do this? I'm like. Repetition, 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 repetition. Oh, I know. I was asking Justin all the time. I, I'm pretty sure you know me. I was like, Justin, how you good at this? He's like, you gotta show up. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, like literally, like, like, what's the secret to getting good at this? He's like, really, the workout. Like, You're lying to me. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, but so for you, like, when when did you kind of realize that you were gonna be good at this? So, uh, because I had a lot of muscle endurance, I would do bodybuilding at a lot of volume, and I would always superset with some cardio. So in a sense, I kind of was like trying to cross it before I even found it. Mm -hmm. So when I found it, I'm like, all right, I can prove my fitness now. And then I, I jumped in with a few different classes and there's some guys that were really just uplifting in the room. And that's what you're gonna find in any CrossFit room. You go to people, people are gonna say hi to you, first of all, which never happens at a regular gym. And they're gonna encourage you. And by the end, uh, because there's so many uplifting spirits in the room, you keep trying to get better and better. That's good. And what happened with me, just like with anyone else, I realized there's a few workouts that I, I was beating people in right away. And then there was some that I was really, really bad at. I was like, all right. And that's the cool thing about CrossFit too, is everyone has their day in the sun. Like some guy's a good runner. He's going to win on the running day. Some guy's a good lifter. He's going to win on that day. We got a few gymnasts in the house. If we got heavy gymnastics, they're going to take the crown that day. And it, it gives you that, you get gratified that day. And then you also get, uh, you feel even better when you work on your weaknesses, I feel like. And I was talking to someone about that too. They were like, ah, I hate this. I'm not good at this. I'm like, you should be proud of yourself. You're doing something you're not good at. That should be, you should just like take pride in that because people don't want to work on their weaknesses. And that spills out into everything in your life. I feel like athletes are like, like say, you know, you don't, you don't get a, a layup on the right hand, on the right, on the right side. Yeah. So you avoid the, you keep, you avoid the left. You just keep working the right game. Keep working. Yeah, and you know what? I feel like the other cool thing is you can showcase your strengths. That's it. I mean, that's what I feel like. God wants you to show what he what he gave to you, what he gifted you with, and you should use like whatever your strengths are that you should leverage it. But also at the same time, you need to be working on your weaknesses. And I I don't mean to say like I could everyone could be better at it. I could work on my weaknesses even more. I haven't ran four hundreds, eight hundreds in a while. You know, so everyone has their thing that, and that's what this brings everyone together with. Is. I remember, like on the open, 
I knew like no one in the room. It was like the, the day it was like muscle up. I knew no one in the room. And I remember I was on like my set and I was like struggling. The, and the whole crowd was just like hyping me. I was like, the crowd went wild. I was like, I don't know any of y'all. And y'all were cheering for me. Who are y'all? And I was like, this is a different beast. That is very true. I remember that very moment. And I was that like, moment was good. That was like, gave me goosebumps that moment. You were going and fighting for the muscle up and everyone was in the crowd. And then it kind of hit me like, like what cost is really about. It's the community base. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really about people coming together and just saying, hey, I want to see you win. Yeah, and it's so unique still to the majority of public. I randomly, uh, during closed hours on the weekends, I'll throw on my blur shirt and I'll go advertise at a, a LA Fitness or a Mon site around here. It is the most unwelcoming and people, nine out of those 10 people are so inefficient with their exercise. But the whole fact is like, I'm not even trying to start a conversation with you. I'm just trying for you to acknowledge another human being in the room. Like I just said hi to you and you just mean mug me and look away. And it happens over and over. I'm like, there's no other setting in the world where people are more unfriendly and more like, and, and, and people are just not encouraging each other. They're just headphones on. Headphones on. Don't, don't look, look at me. Don't wave, don't smile, no fist bump. Uh, yeah, no, I'm gonna be over here just sculpting. Don't look at me. And and we try to create the total opposite effect. No headphones in. Y'all, everyone in here is gonna do what I say. <laughs> You're just gonna do the work on the board. And uh, by the end of it, I promise you will be at the end of the fitness rainbow and you will beat the leprechauns to the pot of gold. <laughs> and a Monday club blur is popping. Oh, you turn the club more than anybody, Jacoby. I'm telling you, Jacoby, when he comes into the gym, all the ladies start yeah. shaking the chimichangas. All the fellas go, ooh, ooh, ooh. The place just elevates, man. You, you do a great job of that. No, I think it just, it's just the culture that y'all feel. Like, when Justin, I, I realized, like, 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 back home, whenever I went to a gym, that was kind of like the, the, the like, like, Eddie Jackson. And, like, it, it didn't matter how much you made. It didn't matter, you know, where you're from. It's just, like, I can put in work today. And I, I came here and I was like, oh, this is the same feel. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. That's a great feeling. It doesn't matter if you're 15 or whether you're 50. You know, are you, you going to put in work today? And that, no, that is awesome, man. I like what you're saying because it really takes both things that can sidetrack a person failures and success. You could be successful yesterday, you could have failed yesterday. What are you going to do right now? Are you going to work right now? Because both of them can be a distraction. If, I've had moments in my life where I've done well, and then afterwards, it's, I will admit, it made me a little lazy after, because I did well. And I, and sometimes when I failed, I've like moped a little bit, and it's kind of taken me off my game. And it takes you to the present moment, and like, all right, I don't care what you did yesterday, I don't care what you're doing tomorrow, I don't care if you're a janitor, I don't care if you're a doctor, what you got right now? Are you gonna bring it? Yeah, I love that about, about what y'all, y'all built here. So question for you so, so like what's next for blur you know as this is what how many years you guys been open now since two, taking the jiggle out your wiggle since 2011 2011 you know and, and like you've done some great things you can see crossfit games you know all these great things so what's next for as you guys kind of continue to grow uh my goal and uh my vision and i really feel like my uh my purpose that god put me here for is to unleash other people's potential because when I see other people, I literally have the gift for all I see is potential in them, and it's limitless. So my goal is just to try to reach as many people in the Valley, as many people worldwide. I, I do uh, online training, 
So I met helping people in Mexico, Washington, Texas, and and all over the valley now. So my goal is just just keep expanding that and to be as efficient with my time as possible, and to really like just being aware of why I'm here all the time and what my purpose is, and knowing that I will get my uh, my best uh, life from that. I'll get all my. I always get the most satisfaction are the days I help the most people. So I'm like, just, that's, that's literally my goal every day when I wake up. Is, I love that. Cause it's kind of, that's one reason why I kind of started night point, right? I feel like you know, we all have, we all have like our own journey. We all have our own kind of potential. And I think seeing how you people in here that are all shapes and sizes and they're all doing the workout, you know, they're like, they're all my potential, but, but they're people in here cleaning. And uh-huh. I'm like, yo, you putting in work right now, homegirl. Like, what you? <laughs> it does. It brings every walk of life together in a setting when they won't be together. If they don't know their setting, they'd be together. Yeah. And uh, that's and that's and that's why I feel God put us here. We're all here together. Every every person can take something from someone else. They're, every person has. If you meet that person, they have some. They have a gift that they can share with you, and vice versa. You have something that you need. To, you can give to them that they need from you, and. And when you put them all in a room like that, it, it no judgment. You just everyone just being open. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're the man. Hey, thank you, uh, Jacoby. <laughs> so, so my, my, my question for you: Social media wise, where are you at? Oh, uh, you can find me, uh, Officer Delicious. Uh, Officer Delicious is the name, uh, and then also Blur Fitness AZ. Both of those handles, uh, you'll get some daily content from uh, from me. Hey, go watch the videos, and you can just, like, watch the stories and just see how people are just getting after it. And you, like, I, I love your stories because it's just, like, people are just going for it. And it's, like, the atmosphere here is just un- different from anything else. So, props to you guys for building the culture here. Hey, and the uh, best thing about you, Jacoby, is every time you come in, like I said, it, you only enhance the room. I'm very thankful to have you. And your game has elevated like I've never seen. The speed of it is, like, all of a sudden you're snatching 200 pounds. I'm like, where did this come from? And you're repping 300 squats for 10, and everything's been coming up, man. It was at five pounds in the past. You keep sneaking them on. All of a sudden, the weight adds up. Yeah, uh, it's great to see, man. So glad to have you on. We've only just begun, Jacoby. One last thing. I remember, like, at the Open, um, it was the one that it was, like, I think it was Tower. I think it was Tower Clean. I remember sitting right then. I was, like, I saw Schaefer hit that last thing. Oh, was, that was a good moment. And I was like, yo, my man put the work right now. Yeah. I, like, I want to do that one day. You know, that mean the open is like that. I just want to, I don't, I don't know what that feels like. To, to, to reach that level. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the cool thing about everything we have in life. There's infinite levels of success. So the moment you come complacent and you're like, I'm good where I'm at, just know that there's more you can reach. Wherever you're at in life, there's there's more you can attain and there's uh there's more people you can uplift right alongside you and that's i thought that was a great representation i still remember his first day in here and seeing how far he's come he's been here for seven years now so yeah oh, <laughs> yeah and we, him and i actually grew up together he's always been uh uh near the weights and near the sports as well and that's the cool thing it's gravitating all these people that in other worlds, they if they didn't have CrossFit, unless they're doing bar league softball or bar like a men's league basketball, that area of life is kind of just gone, and it shouldn't be. Yeah. It, you should always have that camaraderie. You should always have yourself around people that can 
keep you accountable, keep you uplifted. Um, so yeah. Jake, you the man, thanks for putting on. Hey, thanks for having me, Jacoby. Yo, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nine Point Started With A Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can find more athlete-driven content at ninepoint.com. Till the next episode, you're only one opportunity away. Peace.